Welcome to the Fear Boss Show, a show created to help you become the bravest, boldest, and most badass version of yourself yet. Now, this show is allergic to basic. It's a show that loves real talk. It's a show that will help you slay self-doubt. And it's a show designed to help you check yourself before you wreck yourself. I'm your host, Judy Holler, best-selling author, keynote speaker, improv theater junkie, and a hip-hop-loving entrepreneur. It's kind of like this. If Amy Poehler and Dr. Dre had a baby, uh, that would basically be me. I am obsessed with helping you smash comfort zones and experiment with your fears so you can get more freedom in your life personally and professionally. This podcast is going to help you do just that. So, are you ready? Let's get this fear party started. You are listening to The Fear Boss Show, episode 26. This episode may contain some adult content and language, so please take care while listening. Welcome back to The Fear Boss Show, Fear Boss. This is a show obsessed with helping you smash those comfort zones and experiment with your fears so you can be just a little bit braver than you were yesterday. Hold on, let me take a drink of coffee. Uh, It is Saturday morning, early. I don't know, early for me. I'm on the East Coast time at 7 a.m. and we're up with the dogs and we're getting ready to go on a hike and I just poured a cup of coffee and I was supposed to record this episode yesterday and get it to my producer. So I'm recording this morning to get it to my producer. And uh, have you had one of those weeks lately where you just feel like you've got all of these big plans and goals, uh, but you get some of them done And then some of them just don't make it to the finish line. So yeah, I'm kind of hustling a little bit on a Saturday morning, but excited to get some work done so I can get out into the wild and enjoy what is supposed to be a beautiful weekend. I hope you're somewhere safe, somewhere that makes you happy, and I hope you are surviving and thriving in what is most certainly an uncomfortable world right now. But listen, I'm so glad you're here. This is such a highlight for me recording these shows for you every week. And specifically, it means that every week I am going into the reviews and I'm reading your reviews and getting to hear from the Fear Boss fam that is listening to the show. And it just makes me so happy. So let's do that. Let's start this episode off with our Fear Boss of the Week. All right, this week's Fear Boss of the Week is Rosalie Floros. And I hope I'm saying that right. What a beautiful name. She says, Judy's energy is lit. Well, girl, thank you. It's bright and early over here. And I do. My husband always jokes. He's like, yeah, being married to Judy is like being shot out of a rocket ship every morning. I have had one sip of coffee and you can already feel how high vibe I am. Yeah. Energy's, I guess, been my superpower. What's your superpower? When you tag me on this episode, if you're if you're listening, tag me on Instagram and put on the screen share what your superpower is. Mine is most certainly energy and I I protect it at all costs. But Rosalie goes on to say, she goes, what can I say? Judy brings the energy. Whenever I need to pick me up, this is my go-to. I really enjoy the variety of the podcast as well as Judy's spunk and fire. She's very motivating and inspirational. Oh my God. And she goes, not to mention her song references are the best. Yeah. Every now and then I throw in a little song for y'all. Like right now, here's a song I can't stop listening to by Missy Elliott. It's a song called Throw It Back. Let me cue it up for you. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Walk up in this thing. 
It's so good. It's a song called Throw It Back, Add It to Your Playlist. And did you know that I've got a Spotify playlist on Spotify? It's called Fear Is My Homeboy. So if you want to hear all the songs that I'm into and listening to and the songs that pump me up, note uh, there is explicit content. I love a good F-bomb, especially in a good hip-hop song. So if you want to hear the songs that are sort of firing me up, go follow the Fears My Homeboy playlist on Spotify. Anyway, thank you, Rosalie, for your awesome review. She ends by saying she needs to be included in your top five people you spend the most time with. Oh, girl, what a review. And because you left that review on iTunes, you are Fear Boss of the Week, which means that all you got to do is drop me a DM on the Instagram or send me an email to hello at judyholler.com with your best mailing address, and I will drop a Fear Boss swag bag in the mail for you. I also want to shout out today's sponsor, which is me, us, our company, and we have a brand new Fear Boss store. Fear Boss, are you ready for this? We have officially launched a Fear Boss store. You guys, this has been a long time coming, and thank you, quarantine, because I was finally able to make this happen for you. So it's if you've been following me for a significant amount of time, especially on the Instagram, it's no secret that I'm obsessed with stickers and swag and inspirational t-shirts. And one of the things I hear from you the most is that you want Fear Boss stickers and swag and inspirational t-shirts. And guess what? Ask and you shall receive. We've got, you've got a Fear Boss store and bonus Bonus, you can get 15% off anytime you shop the store. All you got to do is use FearBoss15 at checkout. That code is good for everything in the store, by the way, except our workbook, because the workbook is Amazon-specific, and I don't control the pricing there. So I'll link up in the show notes. Uh, yet you can visit the store on my website anytime at judyholler.com. Just go to the top and hit the merchandise button and you'll be right there on our store. Or you can click the link in my bio on Instagram and see all of the different offerings I have, including our store. Also, let me know what you'd like to see in the store. And when you get your swag, take a photo and tag me on Instagram to get a chance to make your stock photo modeling debut. I'd love to get rid of the random images on our store and replace them with images of you rocking our swag. And yes, oh yes, we even have Fear Boss fanny packs, right? Like fanny packs. They're so cute. Like I bring mine every time I work out. I bring them on my walks, on my hikes with the dog. It's so cute. Anyway, when you are wearing our Fear Boss swag, make sure you tag me in your photos because maybe, just maybe, you'll be able to be our stock model photo on the website rocking your product of choice. So have fun, go shopping, and support a small business. Okay, Fear Boss, I'm super pumped to get into today's episode. And today we're going to talk about three words that need to go bye-bye. Three words that you legit need to remove from your emails. Three words that have become a bad habit. Three words that are holding you back. And three words that are most deaf, dimming your light and making you play small. And three words, three words that are fear-based. 
Now, listen, I don't think these three words are going to surprise you. I bet you'll agree that all three of them are dangerous. And I'll also bet that you're using them out of habit or because you legit don't know what else to say or you say the word so much you don't even realize you're saying the word anymore. I'm with you, right? We are all guilty of saying these words from time to time. That said, since I've gotten a new awareness on the danger of these words, I now work hard as hell to watch out for them because when you know better, you do better, right? So in this episode, I'm going to share each word and why it sucks and more importantly, what you can replace it with to make a bigger impact and to have braver conversations. Number one, the word butts. I like so Mix a Lot. Who remembers this song? Yeah. Okay, so Sir Mix a Lot may like big butts. We, as a fear boss, do not like butts, right? You may like that old school jam from the 90s, like I do. Mr. Sir Mix a Lot, thank you for that piece of 90s hip hop magic. But no, a fear boss does not like big butts at all. So my obsession with this word began while studying improv theater at Second City in Chicago. So if you have been following me or listening, you know what improv theater is and it inspires all of my work on fear. Yet, if you haven't listened to the show and you're brand new here, uh, I'll give you a quick cliff note on what improv theater is. So improv is a form of live theater and we have no script, the plot, the storyline, the character, the dialogue, uh, everything is made up on the fly as we go and we use our training to succeed on stage. So Second City is a very famous improv theater. Uh, the mothership is sort of in Chicago and I ended up studying there professionally and am an alum of their conservatory program there at the theater in Chicago. So saying yes and is a cornerstone of the improv theater. We say yes to acknowledge who we're on stage playing with. We say yes to see someone, to, to let someone know we've heard them, and most importantly, to accept what our fellow performers are saying on stage, right? And then we use the word and to add to what was just said, to add to the scene, and most importantly, to keep it in forward momentum. So saying yes is a big deal in the improv theater and and see what I just did there, same in life. Let me give you an example of how this might look on an improv stage so you get the vibe here. First, we'd let the audience know we're about to conduct a fully improvised scene between two people. And then we'd ask for a few suggestions from the audience to get the party started. So for this scene, we'll say that I asked for a suggestion of an object a, a person may carry on them. And then an audience member would yell out, a wallet, great. We've got that first suggestion. Then I'd ask for a relationship between the two people on stage. And then another audience member would yell out, work colleagues, perfect. Now we have an object and a relationship and we can start to play, right? So we would start the scene only using our yes and training to get things cooking on stage. So here's how it may go. Player one would say, stop right there, Henry. That's my wallet. 
player two would say, yes, it is. And I need to borrow a hundred bucks right now or else I'm going to be in big trouble with my lawyer. Player one goes, yeah, and your lawyer is vicious. You definitely don't want to mess with him. Player two, yes, he is. And last week he came to my house. He parked out front and he sat there all night. What a weirdo. Player one, yeah, what a creep. And how about this? I'll loan you the cash only if you wash my car every week for a month. Okay, so you catch the drift. The scene would then go on and on with a lot more yes anding and become a fun interaction between the two players on stage. We'd watch the story with the lawyer and the person who needs a hundred bucks develop in a fun, positive, supportive way. And each time the player says yes, then adds the and to add something to the scene, they not only make player one look really good, they keep the scene moving forward. Okay, that said, check this out. Here's what happens when player two does not use yes and, and instead pulls a Sir Mix-a-Lot move and says yes but. Player one, stop right there, Henry, that's my wallet. Player two, yes it is, but you don't have any money in it. Player one, oh, you're right, I'm so broke. Player two, yes, but you're always saying that. Player one, I guess so. Things have just been hard. Player two, yes, but you always complain. Okay, do you feel the difference? <laughs> In this scene, player two keeps shutting down player one, making player one look bad and not giving them anything to go with. The scene feels awkward and boring. And honestly, it almost makes you a little uncomfortable because you keep watching player one get shut down and have to deal with the negativity of player two. So let's look at a real life example, shall we? So scenario number one would go like this. Your presentation was great, but you used too many slides. Your presentation was great, but you used too many slides. That feels ugh, icky, right? What about this one? Instead, your presentation was great and Next time, let's use less slides. That feels totally different in its energy and in its power. Or what about this one? I love you, but you're on your phone too much. Or I love you and let's try to get better at putting our phones down during dinner. I mean, which feels better to you? Which feels more supportive, more loving, more positive? Scenario two, the yes and scenario all day long. By simply swapping the but for the and, you will transform the way you communicate with others. And it will also empower you to have braver conversations because you'll be coming from a place of support and trust versus a place of control and negativity. I'm especially fear boss finding this super helpful right now with everything going on in the world around racism and politics and all the injustice happening right now. Like when you disagree, when you feel that anger rising, instead of reaching for the old sturdy yes, but instead challenge yourself fear experiment. And if you don't know what fear experiments are, go to episode 10 and listen right now. It's like 10 minutes long and you'll know what I'm talking about. Yet, can you make it a fear experiment to challenge yourself to yes and things that you may not agree with instead of yes butting everything someone is trying to tell you? It's a fear experiment in itself because it feels uncomfortable. That said, <laughs> 
but it's a game changer. So watch your buts and remove them from your emails and replace them with and. Final thought here, you'll notice I just said, but it's a game changer. Sometimes the word but is good and necessary and important, but only when it's to make a powerful point. See what I just did there? But only when it's to make a powerful, positive, supportive point. The but served as an attention grabber right there, not as a negative controlling insert into a conversation. So watch those butts fear boss and start leaning into the word and, and watch your conversations get braver. Number two, we got to have a conversation about the word sorry. We got to do it. Saying I'm sorry fear boss, especially when you are not at fault is an automatic reaction and chances are you've probably said it a handful of times already today. We have to stop apologizing all day, every day for the stupidest stuff. Plus, research, research, don't take it from me, take it from science, research suggests it makes others think less of you. I mean, I was literally at the grocery store yesterday and some dude bumped into a woman in front of the avocados. He bumped, he bumped into her. And she said, oh, I'm sorry. Now, I'm not suggesting you act like an asshole and tell everyone to piss off. Yet, frankly, by the way, sidebar these days, I feel like that sometimes. But I am suggesting that you be mindful of your sorries. The woman in front of the avocados who was legit run over by some dude who wasn't looking could have said, pardon me, or excuse me, something like that. But what is she sorry for? So stop it. Stop apologizing for speaking up or for speaking too long or for arriving early or for making a choice or for sneezing or for being interrupted or for getting bumped into by some dude in front of the avocados. This list, by the way, is endless. <laughs> so save your apologies for the times you really need to use them. When you hurt someone you love, when you get it wrong, when you make a mistake, when you spend too much on a new rug for your kitchen without running it by your husband. Did you know I have a thing for rugs? I'm obsessed. I'm literally obsessed. And throw pillows. I love them. Give me all. Give me all the throw pillows. Okay, back to the point. I'm not sorry about it for rambling on about rugs and throw pillows or for being myself because that's exactly what you're doing, being you. So why apologize for any of it? Plus, here's a couple more things to think about as we think about the word sorry. Number one, it lessens the impact of your future apologies. So don't cry wolf. If you say, I'm sorry for every little thing you do, your apologies will carry less weight later on for situations that really warrant a sincere apology. Number two, it's annoying. It's annoying. We have all been around someone who constantly apologizes. We understand that they're only trying to be nice, but it can often feel exhausting and irritating at the same time. And number three, this is big fear, boss. It can lower your self-esteem. Choosing not to apologize can have psychological benefits. According to a study published in the European Journal of Social Psych. I'll link up to this in the show notes, but researchers have found that participants who refused to express remorse showed signs of greater self-esteem, increased feelings of power, and integrity. Now, again, 
This doesn't mean you're out there being an asshole, never apologizing to anyone. This just means you're being mindful of those apologies and how you're DJing them out. So make it your fear boss mission to stop apologizing for things you don't need to and to tell other women you love, other fear bosses you love to do the same. Last but not least, we're going to talk about the word just. You see, just is a tiny little baby insignificant word that implies that whatever you're emailing about is or talking about or about to say is also tiny baby, and insignificant. Just is a word that minimizes whatever follows. And somehow it's easy to get it in your head that adding a little just in there makes whatever request you have smaller or easy to handle or less of an inconvenience to whoever you are emailing and or talking to or texting. And real talk, just is another word for freaking sorry. Dude, I see this all the time in emails and DMs, especially from women and female fear bosses. For example, it's things like, I just wanted to follow up. I just wanted to ask you a question. I just wanted to see if you were available for a call. I just this and I just that. Stop that shit. Stop that shit. Own it. Say it. Be direct. I wanted to follow up. I'd love to ask you a question. I wanted to see if you're available for a call. Here's the thing. Starting off a text or an email or a DM to someone with just or inserting just into any of those scenarios demeans what you have to say. Just makes it sound like whatever you're emailing or texting about or DMing about needs to be apologized for, and it doesn't. You don't need to apologize for doing your job or being yourself. Saying just is fear. It's you playing small. It's you feeling unsure. It's you feeling anxiety. It's you dimming your light and not feeling like you are worthy or good enough. It's insecurity. It's also you feeling like you're bothering someone or inconveniencing someone. Now, maybe, maybe you'll bother someone or annoy someone with your email. Maybe we can't control other people's reactions and behaviors, but we can control how we show up. So own it. And by the way, guys, don't do this. All my male fear bosses write in and tell me what your perspective on this is. But I just don't see men doing this. No dude is going to be like, I was just following up to see if you wanted to talk. I just wanted to ask you a question. I just wanted to send you my resume. I just wanted to send you the contract. No way. A dude is going to be like, hey, let's talk. I'm available on this day or this day. Now, listen, I'm not saying all guys on the planet are awesome, right? And women are weak and that we suck. No way. Yet it's something I notice. And funny, right there, when I just said that line to you, yet it's something I notice, I honestly wanted to say, yet it's something I just noticed because I was a little afraid. I kind of wanted to soften the blow to you. I was worried you'd receive what I'm trying to say the wrong way. And that's what the just is, right? It demeans and it undermines the point you're trying to make. It's a sorry in disguise. So I stopped myself and said it how I wanted to. I wanted to let you know that using the word just is something I noticed that women do more often than men. And fear boss, I get emails and DMs from women all day, every day. 
So write the word just on a post-it note right now in your office, okay? Put it in Sharpie and then take that same Sharpie and put a big X through it and tape that shit to your computer so the next time you are writing an email or sending a text or about to DM someone on Instagram, you get it out of your text. The bottom line is this, words like sorry and just and but make you play small. They dim your light and they are fear-based. Be courageous enough to use words like yes and and thank you and tell me more and I'd like to be direct and determined and dialed in, be brave and bold and think like a boss. Okay, Fear Boss, if you dug this episode, don't forget to throw your love my way in the reviews and every rating matters so much. Plus, it qualifies you to become our Fear Boss of the Week. Next week, if you want a Fear Boss swag bag, leave your review. I pick a new Fear Boss of the Week every week. Also, screenshot this episode and let me know that you're listening. Let me know what your favorite part was. And most certainly, let me know what your Fear Boss superpower is. Also, talk to me and share those show ideas, questions, and inspiration with me. You can email me anytime at hello at judyholler.com or send a message to me on any of the social media via DM or instant message. I want to hear from you because this show is for you. As always, thank you for listening. And in the meantime, stay brave and keep experimenting with your fear. Well, hi there. It's me again. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so damn glad you're here. And if you loved this episode, which I hope you did, my hand is on my heart. Please don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And if you're feeling a little extra boss today, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a review on iTunes so more fear bosses like you can find this podcast. And better yet, share this podcast with the fear boss you love and encourage them to listen. For more on me, my work, and my keynotes, you can visit me at judyholler.com, J-U-D-I-H-O-L-L-E-R.com to learn more. And this is also where you can sign up for my newsletter. It's called The Fear Boss 5, and it comes out every Friday where I share five things I'm loving, learning, and reading. It's one of my favorite things to do. And if you love this podcast, you're going to love the newsletter, and you can sign up right there on my website. My book is available at most of your favorite book retailers, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, airports, all the things. So search me up on Google or type Judy Holler into Amazon and grab your copy. Last but not least, you can always come hang out with me on the social media. Instagram is my favorite place to be. I'm on Instagram at Judy Holler, J-U-D-I-H-O-L-L-E-R. I'm also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash fear is my homeboy and Twitter as well at Judy Holler. Until next time, Fear Boss, keep experimenting with your fear and stay brave.